The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, my friends, the last Friday of the month, you know what that means? You're going to get a whole list of ideas about how to pass the time into August. Well, if you're not into hockey, I guess. Uh, Yeah, another month, and a lot of us are staying close to home. Um, As far as running out of shows to watch, um, I'm watching, we're watching Alone the Arctic. That, that one, have you guys been watching that at all? Any of you? Did you watch last night's episode? Wow, drama. Um, but yeah, we've been picking up a few other ones on Netflix and Amazon Prime as well. But in case you're wondering what else to be watching, our movie connoisseur and critic Steve Stebbing checks in this afternoon. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are things? How have the past month been? Uh, it's, it's been okay. Uh, it's been, uh, cause I, am out here in, in the Okanagan and it's been super, super hot. Uh, today, I think we're climbing up to 40 today. Oh. So it's, it's brutal out here. Yeah. We just got summer this past week after uh, what seemed like two months of rain. Uh, we're back into the heat right now. So I'm not sure a lot of people are thinking about staying inside a whole lot. And now that we've got hockey back on, uh, but there's a lot of folks out there who are not into it and always looking for something new. Sure. So uh, that's why we dial up you because uh, you, you always put together this great list. And we're going to start off this afternoon Uh one of my favorites, Charlize Theron. She is getting back into an action role in a movie called The Old Guard. So you good guys or bad guys? Depends on the century. So we really never die. Just because we keep living doesn't mean we stop burning. <laughs> Throughout history, we've protected this world, fighting in the shadows. It's nearly impossible to disappear in the world we live in today. These are extraordinary individuals. They are extremely resistant to capture. Steve, this one's getting a lot of great reviews, including one from you. Yeah, I I really love this movie. Uh, and I mean, anytime you put Charlize in an action hero role, I am immediately <laughs> on board because she just kicks so much butt all the time. Uh, but she plays the leader of a group of immortal assassins who have been operating as a sect for uh, for centuries. And uh, she has to show a new immortal the ropes uh, of how to navigate the world and keep their uh, identity secret from some of the government agencies that operate. Uh, and it's it, this is going to set up a franchise, hopefully. So uh, mm-hmm. if everybody watches it, there's actually a little stinger after a little bit of the credits there. Uh, I'm hoping for more. All right, hoping for more, but it's uh, it fulfills you right now. It's called The Old Guard with uh, Charlize Theron. All right, next up, I mean, people have been trying and waiting and waiting and waiting for ages to, to try to get tickets to this show on Broadway. Hugely, hugely popular. And it was huge news when we found out it was coming to a TV near you, Hamilton. This is Hamilton. 
Such a massive, massive hit by Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda, and we love him. He's just a character to begin with. He, was this how it, it's on Disney Plus? Uh, yeah. If you have a Disney Plus account, was this? Um, how did they get this onto the onto the screen? Did they just videotape a show or yeah. tape a show? They did a, a multi-camera uh, filming of this show with the original cast in the original theater. So. I mean, this is the closest you're ever going to get to seeing the full original production because uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's in this one, Leslie Odom Jr. is in this one. I mean, this is the this is the original cast. So, I mean, mm. a lot of us are never going to be able to fork out the money to see this, especially <laughs> seeing that Broadway is closed right now. Uh, so, uh, I mean, this is this is how you see it, and this is how you'd be able to join the masses who did get to see it. Steve Stebbing joining us this afternoon. His recommendations on what to watch, uh, whether it's on uh, on television, Netflix, whatever it is right now. I guess we don't really have any big movies out there at all. Oh, yeah. uh, next up, no, gosh, we still keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, the next one up, you're saying that this movie is possibly your favorite this week. It's called Buffaloed. I want to stop trying not to be poor and start trying to get rich. Got a new number one. There's an amazing feeling you get when you find your true calling. Clearing your debt will decrease your stress, which will absolutely increase your milk supply. It was time to become my own boss. Always thinking bigger. Bigger. We were breaking it in. Hallelujah. Testify, sister. They're shaking in their boots because they know we're the best, and we're going to put them out of business. This is war. <laughs> All right. Tell us about this one. You just, uh, like you said, it's possibly your favorite this week. What do you love so much about it? I I just really love uh, the writing to this one. And, uh, I mean, it all stems from lead actress Zoe Dutch, who has done supporting work in movies like Everybody Wants Some and the most recent Zombieland movie, Double Tap. Uh, she gets her t- chance to shine in this one. She also produces it. It's, I call it a dirtbag Wolf of Wall Street because it all takes mm. place in Buffalo, New York, and it's uh, a, a, scheme, a, a con artist, a schemer, who is looking to make all that money so she can basically relax, and she finds that in debt collecting. Uh, and, and, I mean, in the United States, I mean, 71,000 uh, Americans are basically put into the poorhouse uh, for for debt over a six month period. So uh, this is like it, it speaks to the the systemic problem uh, with debt and debt debt collecting in America, but it also has that comedic, darkly comedic and sardonic edge to it as well. Mm, interesting. Okay, so that one is called Buffalo. Next up, okay, I um, have not heard of Ken Loach before or his work, but you're a big fan, and this yep. movie is called Sorry We Missed You. You name it, I've done it. Concreting, plumbing. Is that you two? We've done it all. So why'd you give it up? It's just gone from job to job. There's always someone on your back, isn't there? Come on, we've got time to make up, let's go. I'd rather work on my own now. Be my own boss. Let's just get a few things straight at the start, though, shall we? Hi, Rosie. Wake up. Dad will go mental if you miss school again. No, if you don't move, then they're going to get a ticket. Oh, Rosie. You're fucking laugh. You don't work for us, you work with us. So you're on a contract, I get paid for the visits. Keep this happy. Let's go. Ah, yes. We track every parcel, don't we? 
to the front door and the back door. Even if you put one in the garden shed, they know where it lands. The dog round there with massive teeth. I think it stuck a chunk out of my ass. This decides who lives and who dies. Sorry We Missed You is the name of it. And it sounds like it's uh, just listening to the trailer, um, Steve, and it's just kind of pulling at some heartstrings already. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, Ken Loach is a, is a British filmmaker who's been making films for over four decades now, and he has this pulse on the lower class plight in in the UK uh, and making very personal stories about them. And, and this one is, is, yeah, it totally goes for the heart because it's basically about uh, the patriarch of a, of a low class family that is uh, gets a new job as a courier. Uh, which counteracts his wife's job as a, as a caretaker. They work opposite shifts. They never get to spend time around the kids. And then their family life starts to blow apart as their teenage son starts to rebel, getting to vandalism and everything. And neither of them can control it as their lives spin out of control. And they don't have enough money to relax for a second. Uh, this next movie, um, it sounds to me like it could be pulled from uh, some of the headlines that we've seen over the past couple of years. Um, it's called White Lie. Take a listen. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Katie Arnston, if you don't already know that. Um, I'm in my second year of university. I'm studying contemporary dance. And on July 14th, I was diagnosed with melanoma, which is a scary word for skin cancer. Um, this has been really tough, but I am so ready to fight back and kick this thing's ass. All right, and she kind of strings people along, and uh, th this this person, she's a former Hannibal star, Casey Roll. She's a friend of yeah. yours. Yes, uh, <laughs> she's a good friend of mine. I absolutely adore Casey. That's why watching this movie is so hard, because the first 10 minutes, I, I'm getting used to the fact that Casey's in this movie, and then all of a sudden, I really start to dislike the character, <laughs> because she is so manipulative in this movie. Uh, I mean, to, to everyone around her, her, her girlfriend, her friends, uh, those in her college administration that are helping her along to to uh, get this this uh, this grant that she's applied to to uh, help fund her quote unquote uh, treatments, and uh, I mean this is a character story through and through, but it's almost like one of those psychological thrillers in the point that it, it's very unpredictable to to what's going to happen next, and and how is she going to get found out? Is she going to get found out? And and what happens when that happens? Oh, sounds like a good or all right. We're not going to play the clip for the next one, but I did want to touch on it because I think, uh, you know, so many of us from here love going to the to the Okanagan to uh, uh, to, to BC. And uh, this one, again, um, you have said it's uh, one of the best dramas of the year should get award recognition. It's called Ash. Tell us about it. Yeah, this is about uh, it's based on a true story as well, but it's about uh, a, uh, a journalist in uh, in Peachland who has been keeping uh, an eye on an encroaching uh, fire, a wildfire that is, that is coming into city limits. Uh, but just as everything is starting to come to a head, uh, he gets accused of something horrific uh, and, and arrested and charged and becomes the town pariah right in the middle mm. of the problem. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a good one. That is called Ash. Steve
Steve Stebbing joining me this afternoon as uh, he passes along his recommendations about what you should be checking out uh, on television, on uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime. I have to tell you, Steve, uh, we started to watch Fleabag recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're about five or six in, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good one as well, and really enjoying that. I can see why it won so many awards. Mm -hmm. All right, let's start with um, this next one, and isn't this like an old favorite, Unsolved Mysteries? We yeah. may have something more sinister going on. All these years, we never spoke of it. It just doesn't make sense. I just can't forget about it. I won't forget about it. I would have never let her go. I think they were probably taken by people who were desperate. I have no memory of the lost time. I saw a lot of lights. All of a sudden, everything erupted loudly. I get goosebumps thinking about it. All right. <laughs> uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so this is the show you remember uh, mm -hmm. from, from, the, from the 90s. Uh, basically, weird happenings, because, of course, the weird happenings haven't stopped since that show's been off the air, so they have a whole bunch of new <laughs> mysteries to dig into. Got the same theme song you remember. The only thing it's missing doesn't have Robert Stack because, well, I mean, he's been dead for 20 years, so that'd be really difficult to get him back. Uh, but it, I mean, it's only six episodes right now. Uh, I think it's popular enough to get a pickup for for hopefully another back end of another six episodes. But I, I mean, they hook you with episode one. Uh, it, it's so well done. Episode two uh, may start you screaming, and you may never stop. Ooh, okay, consider yourself warned right there. Let's go uh, to this next one. And I, again, I have not heard about this one, so I always love it when you're putting new things uh, on, on the radar. Hannah, season two. They're perfectly refined military tools. When socialization is complete, all we have to do is flip a switch. And on the other side, we keep our eyes on So you make up their names, the families, and the pretend lives? Yes, I do. Well, I already have a name. Oh, this one, you know, when you read about it, it sounds fascinating, Steve. Yes, and it's actually a, uh, it's kind of a reboot uh, of a movie that came out, I think about six or um, probably actually eight, eight or nine years ago uh, with Saoirse Ronan. But basically this is about a uh, preteen girl uh, who has been trained by her CIA operative father to be a living weapon. And uh, she struggles to keep out of the hands of other CIA operatives looking to aim that weapon at their enemies. Uh, and it's such a well-cast show. Uh, this lead actress, es uh, Esme Miles, I believe her name is, she's mm -hmm. so good in that, in that, uh, that role. Makes me not as bad that Sir Sharon is not reprising the role, probably too old to do it now. But it also has uh, Muriel Enos in it and uh, Joel Kinnaman, who are on the really, really great AMC and Netflix show, The Killing. So if any fans of that one would like to check this one out. All right. So it's on uh, Amazon Prime. That's Hannah Season 2. Next up, this one uh, really tweaks my interest. I love stuff like this. And it takes me a little bit back to, to Filthy Rich when we kind of can get into like a mini docu-series, um, you know, taking a little bit more of a deep dive into something. This next one is on Crave and it's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. 
Patton Oswalt sitting here with Michelle McNamara, my wife, who's the writer of one of the best written crime blogs. Michelle looked at it from the hopeful, putting puzzles together, trying to make sense of violence. I was in search of a man who was attacking women and girls throughout Northern California. And the great tragedy of this case to me is that it's not better now. Police Department investigating an apparent homicide. He's called the Golden State Killer. This case is huge. Michelle would actually go to the crime scene and walk the case. Geographic connections, DNA profiles, genealogy websites. The first time she called me, I thought, huh, she knows her stuff. The Golden State Killer. This is what uh, this uh, mini docuseries focuses on. Uh, I'm going to sit down. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah, this is fascinating on so many levels, uh, especially because the Golden State Killer case is going on right now in court as we speak. Uh, and uh, the other fascinating thing is uh, you heard Patton Oswalt at the beginning there saying that his wife uh, is the one that compiled this book. Uh, this was uh, Patton's first wife who uh, tragically passed away a handful of years ago. But this mm. is kind of the continuation of her life's work and, and putting it into a, a broader medium for us all to consume it and become obsessed. So it's all be gone in the dark and it's on Crave. I uh, don't have time for any more clips, but there are a couple of uh, comedies that I want to get to that I wanted to sure. just uh, uh, throw out there because we all need a laugh right now. Um, Amy Schumer uh, has uh, has something out. It's called Expecting Amy. We knew that she had uh, a baby last year. What we didn't know was that uh, they videotaped the whole thing from start yeah. to finish. Yeah, and so it's kind of uh, like it goes through the entire thing. And she had a really rough pregnancy. She did, yeah. I I mean, she documented documented quite a bit of it uh, on her Instagram account if you follow it. And, I mean, if you're not into Amy's brand of humor, I would say stay far away, stay away. from this one. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, this is unabashedly and, and you know, with, without any filters, this is Amy to a T. I found it really endearing. I really, really enjoy her. And uh, I thought it was a great uh, docuseries. But it's probably good for a first mother to check out, a first-time mother to check out as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, consider yourself warned, though, again. It is Amy <laughs> Schumer. Uh, and Jack Whitehall, um, I love uh, some British comedy and British comedians. And uh, this is a he's, a, he's a stand-up comic. And you really liked him as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not hugely uh, knowledgeable about his work besides the, the, the series that he did at Bad. A bad education, and he did some stuff uh, in the last uh, in the last year with a wrestling company that I watch. But apparently, he's got a show on Netflix uh, where it's him and his father traveling around the world, and that's kind of the focus of his stand-up set uh, about how his father has found newfound celebrity and what that's done to him and what <laughs> and packed in this new world and trying to to guard the people from his father. And I I, I thought this was really endearing and really funny. And you like the, and then, oh, by the way, it's called uh, I'm Only Joking. It's on Netflix. And just before we go, Jim Gaffigan, uh, yeah. it's uh, The Pale Tourist on Amazon Prime. Again, uh, you're enjoying this too. Yeah, because it's a fresh brand. I mean, he's traveling around Europe, uh, kind of formulating his impression, his opinion uh, of uh, the land around him and of the people, and then formulating a brand new stand up comedy every time to tell in these countries. It is at the home box office with Steve Stebbing checking in. There are your recommendations, part of them. If you want to see the rest of the list, check it out at stevestebbing.ca. Steve, always great to talk to you. Thank you for this. Thank you so much. Always fun.
Yeah, you betcha. And you can also follow him on Twitter at the Stevel Dead. Stevestebbing.ca is the website. Stevestebbing.ca. We'll